0: How are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans, this is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games, heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheev. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and us but they'll never take off freedom all right talk got 10 seconds to get up off
1: Damn, you're a good dancer.
0: I'm a regular Clarence.
1: There you are. Except you don't have a comb because you got no hair. Did he.
0: America. <laughs> a brand new dance,
1: and it's called the bird. No personality, just need Big Daddy, and a big bald attitude, and everybody sing with me. Come on now, Scott. Good job. Hallelujah. <laughs> lost. Ho, 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 ho. Squat. Fork Talk back with you. It's been a long time. Boom. I think this was an inspired song, Big Daddy. Good choice. Thank you. Yes?
2: I think that Morris Day and The Time are a very uh, overlooked,
1: cultural, iconic band. I think you're right. I think, actually, people made a lot out of maybe that Prince and them were, like, not on the same page or didn't like each other, but not at all. He was, like, big supporter and creator of their band in the beginning, right? Well, pretty Put much. Them on Purple were, Rain and all that. They were big before Prince was even a, right, a they, name. That's true. They were a band, right? Yeah. And and they had a major part in the Purple Rain movie and all that, so it yep. cool. Say say it's just, just the sexy people. Just the sexy and the three-time people. That's right. Yeah, only the three-timers. Uh, Welcome to Fork Talk. Um, Episode what? Episode 32. 32. 32. Um, The rumors of our death are greatly exaggerated. Yes, they are. Thank you, Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Um, Big Daddy, there are many variations on that report of my death quote. And I know you love Mark Twain. As a matter of fact, in
2: my cigar area on the deck... Yes, I have a picture of Samuel Clemens aka Mark Twain,
1: yes, smoking a stogie. Well, so the original note was actually written in May of 1897. And so it's the actual original reference to this and he writes and I and I am quoting, James Ross Clemens, a cousin of mine was seriously ill 2 or 3 weeks ago in London. But is well now. The report of my illness grew out of his illness. The report of my death was an exaggeration. Mark Twain. Mark Twain. That was that was in the letter that he wrote, and that's where that came from. Um, and I also found it interesting that Mark Twain wrote often about death. Right? I think maybe some of our greatest writers and thinkers uh, of. Pop culture actually do have a good kind of handle on the craziness of mor- mortality and everything oh, that comes yeah, I mean, with that, right?
2: In a, in a day in a day where uh, the average age of a uh, person was probably that would die was in his forties, you got a guy who lives into his seventies. Right. You know. And uh, he attributed a lot of his longevity to cigar smoking. Oh,
1: ah, interesting. Yeah. So uh, here's some an additional Which I
2: concur with.
1: Yeah, you're you're following that yourself.
2: Yes, <laughs> I believe that for every cigar I smoke, I'm adding a year to my life. Wow. Yes, very good. So I should probably dead be dead in the year
1: 2097. <laughs> um, so here are some interesting other uh, semi morbid quotes from Mark Twain: uh, the impartial friend. Uh, death, the only immortal who treats us all alike, whose pity and whose peace and whose refuge are all are for all the soiled and the pure, the rich and the poor, the loved and the unloved Mark Twain last written statement, uh, moments with Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one. Pity is for the living. Envy is for the dead, which is, in, which is from following the equator.
2: Envy is for the dead.
1: Yep. Pity for the living. Envy for the dead. Hmm. Um there's another one, Death, the refuge, the solace, the best and the kindest and most prized friend and benefactor of the erring, the forsaken, the old and weary and broken of heart. Which is from Adam's speech in eighteen eighty three.
2: Yeah, you're right. He had a lot of a lot of stuff to say about the old uh, death.
1: He did. Um, how lovely is death and how niggardly it is doled out. Letter <laughs> to <laughs> Olivia Clemens on August 19th of 1896.
2: Niggardly is actually a, a word that you rarely hear anymore. And I think because people think when they say niggardly that it's a racial expression. It's a racial slur. They, but it's actually they a Norwegian it's... expression. Right. Right. And it means, uh, what, stingy. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, a friend of mine, not too long ago, actually went to McDonald's, mm-hmm. and he ordered a chocolate sundae. Okay. And... Uh, I'm, I'm frightened for where this is going. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so he goes, to the, he goes to the place, and uh, they give him the chocolate sundae and, like, a dribble of chocolate on it, right? Then he goes, hey, why so niggardly with the chocolate? And, of course, the person behind the counter, who maybe has a high school education gets a, a poll, and calls the manager over. The manager, who happened to be black, you know, totally went off on him, the whole line He said, my buddy said, you know, <clears throat> the problem here isn't racism. It's not being educated enough to realize that the word niggardly is an expression from a long time ago that actually means stingy or sparingly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah,
1: so there you go. Well... And of course, we live in a world, unfortunately, because of the word having the connotation it has, that anything even close to that word is right. It's not not even spelled the same. Yeah, true. Um, The um, here's another one. It is a solemn thought. uh, Dead. The noblest man's meat is inferior to pork. I don't get that one. Let me read it again. Um, It is a solemn thought. Dead. The noblest man's meat is inferior to pork. More oh, maxims of Mark uh, Johnson, 1927.
2: So saying basically no matter how rich you are in life, right. once you're dead.
1: The most the most noblest of men, yeah. when you're dead, your meat is less valuable than a nice pork chop.
2: Good point. Which, However, is, I think it's bullshit when it comes to me. Because <laughs> I'm thinking...
1: You think your, your dead carcass would... Carry a pretty penny?
2: Oh, hell yeah. You cut a piece of my thigh off. Right? You're going to eat for a week, my friend. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know if it'd be very good, though. A little bit uh, might
2: tough. Might be tough, you know, but it'll be a little, good. It's you know, seasoned with cigar smoke and bourbon.
1: I think we never become really and genuinely our entire and honest selves until we are dead, and not then until we have been dead years and years. People ought to start dead, and they would be honest so much earlier. Mark Twain interruption. Hmm. That's a fantastic quote.
2: Well, I'd like to quote the uh, the great uh, poet uh, Tim McGraw. Yes. Who actually said, uh, what was the song he sang? Uh, uh, barbecue Stain? Yeah, Barbecue Stain on my white t-shirt. No, you dumb <laughs> fuck. The, <laughs> that song he did about... Indian Outlaw? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, Indian Outlaw. Or uh, what they like to say in North Dakota... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. We don't talk about Indians in North Dakota, do we?
1: No, we don't. Yeah, sorry. Um, and I've got one final one for you. A distinguished man should be as particular about his last words as he is about his last breath. He should write them out on a slip of paper and take the judgment of his friends on them. He should never leave such a thing to the last hour of his life and trust to an intellectual spurt at the last moment to enable him to say something smart with his latest last gla- gasp and launch into eternity with grandeur. Man, that's a oh, awesome yeah. way to describe have your shit together know what you're going to say so that in your on your deathbed, on your last words, it can be something amazing.
2: Oh yeah, my last words, I got them all planned out perfectly.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say do tell.
2: Fuck all you people. <laughs> I told you I was sick. <laughs>
1: That's that's what you want on your tombstone? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, introduce yourself. Well, I guess we'll
2: go into introductions. Introduce
1: yourself. I'm Jay, Big Daddy O'Neill, And I and am Haas. You are the Haas. And welcome to Fork Talk, episode 32. 32,
2: and if you guys know anything about the number 32, yes. you would equate it to the iconic Franco Harris from the Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Ah, yes. Old Franco. The
2: harbinger of the immaculate reception. Yes. By the way, my Steelers, my Steelers will be playing your Seahawks tomorrow, by the oh, way. Oh,
1: that's right. Yes. yes. Yeah, and uh, old Ben is back in the saddle, so yep. that'll help them. Big Ben Worthless
2: Burger will be throwing, <laughs> the, throwing the pigskin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be a good game. They usually rise to the occasion, and of course, it, we're still a little bit of a duel. There's still a little bit of a rivalry there that wasn't natural, but it came about because of the first Super Bowl that the Seahawks got to and, of course, lost to the Steelers.
2: Yeah, 31-10, to 10, and they said that it was the officials' fault.
1: Well, no, they just didn't play well enough to win. Yeah, but so they blame it on the officials. No, nobody who is anybody of value blames it on officials. Only the
2: 2012s. Not the real 12s, the 2012s. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we um, are here Without anybody but you and me, Big Daddy. Yeah, we
2: have no staff.
1: Which is actually a kind of sometimes a good thing.
2: Oh, wait a minute. We do have one staff. Devil
1: Ange is in the background. She's decorating for Christmas. True. So, yeah, we, we have to let her say hello. So, go ahead, Dev. Talk. D- Devil Ange, say hello. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I love when she says that. I love that. Um,
2: Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Oh, that's good. Have a kissy. Producer Candy Sprinkles. Hugs to her. Devil Ange. Slim Jim. Our official graphic artist Jim Walker. What's uh, Uh, what's Slim Jim up to? uh, He is hanging out, playing some video games, just relaxing back Mm -hmm. at the crib. Good. Um, Our our chief security officer Rhino. By the way, who's been who has been working out like a madman? Working out like a a madman. Shit ton of weight. He's lost a ton of weight. He's I don't look- even think we can call him Rhino anymore. I'm looking good. No, he can still be Rhino. He's got damn tattoos of rhinos on him. Those will be there forever.
2: i got a tattoo of an anchor on me. It doesn't make me an anchor.
1: Mm. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not going there How oh, dare you Chief Scientific Officer Dr. Ken Noiswater Water. Our official cartoonist Matt Thompson Of Argus Highlander The roving reporter The international man Of mystery Miles our Wetzel Our official historian Roger Saunders And our number one fan on the Audrey Rose Walker, Walker. And of course, our usual shout to Tim Tim, 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 Tim squared, my buddy website, www.fork-talk.com Facebook fork talk with big daddy and hoss.
2: You know, what reminds me of something. What? We're about to do a sponsor shout on our number one best ever sponsor in the entire world. Yep. Mattress Ranch. Yep. Max Sadler, our good friend and also the owner and proprietor of Mattress Ranch Mm -hmm. went to Tucson. To throw in the Tucson Highland Games. That he did. Where our friend Tim Tim was also there. Yep. Tim Tim took second in his class. Bravo to you, Tim Tim.
1: Yep. And
2: our buddy Max Sattler took
1: first. Numero uno. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. I saw him at the airport on his way back from Arizona. He told me he spotted you and uh, gave him a big hug and congratulated him. Yeah, Just happened to be I was coming in on a flight. He happened to be there with Yvonne, and we said hello. It was awesome. Well, running you
2: running into you at an airport really isn't that fucking odd because you're there <laughs> most of the time anyway. It so. uh,
1: seems like that. But well, he,
2: his hammers were off the chart.
1: Yeah, he was doing really well. He had
2: like a seventy-three foot heavy and an eighty-seven foot light. It's awesome. You know, yeah, big they,
1: PRs for him.
2: I'm, I'm really happy for him.
1: So give him, So uh, give us that uh, sponsor
2: oh, shout. Then. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead since uh, I just blew his horn. You did. You know what I mean. <laughs> we all know you need a good night's sleep to perform your best. You've been in a cheap motel. You have many times. Mm-hmm. Before games and woke up stiff, sore, and through like crap. Don't do that every day. Stop by one of Mattress Ranch stores in, Ala- in Washington or Alaska or go to mattressranch.com. And get yourself a good bed and have a good, great, awesome night's sleep. MattressRanch.com. That's one word, MattressRanch.com. We got your bed. We got your bed, Law Dog. We
0: got your bed, Law
2: Dog. You know what? Pillars don't go around here, Law <laughs> <loud> Dog. <laughs>
1: I never gets so old. old.
2: Blankies, blankies don't go around here, Law Dog. Because you know what? We have enough of your blankies. <laughs> and blankies? Your, your blankies and your little pillars. <laughs> yeah. But um, if you need a bed... You, you, to go that. To go to you know what's so funny about that? So today, I'm driving down the road, <clears> and uh, <throat> all of a sudden, I look off to my right, and mm-hmm. I see a Wendy's. Okay. Right? And of course, you know how much I love Wendy's. Yeah. It's my second favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. Next in, to Chili's? Next to Chili's. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Which, by the way, you always need a reservation for Chili's. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody tells you. Uh, And you really thoroughly enjoyed one with Pleasanton, so knock it off. Anyway. Crap. And you know what I see? What do you see? A goddamn mattress ranch. Mattress ranch. I didn't even know
1: there was one there. Good Lord, you mean you can fulfill your awful food urges and get a mattress at the same time without leaving the same parking
2: lot? Son, you can get a Baconator, (laughs) and that bacon and that cheese should be dribbling down your chin, and you could walk next door to a mattress ranch, buy yourself a new mattress, and take a night-to-night
1: Cooper mm. nap right there in uh, in the store. Super fantastic. Super fantastic. It's super fantastic. Um, hey, well, hopefully we have a great show for you. Uh, we've got to catch up here, uh, Big Daddy. It has been a long time yeah. since we have been on the air. It's and been really we, long. As we discussed in the early part of this, we assumed people assumed we were dead or had decided to give up, and um, nothing could be
2: further from the truth. But you know what's amazing? What? What's amazing about our, our audience? They're so lovely. All these t- this time we've been off the air, mm-hmm. and we haven't been you know doing a fork talk because you know we've been busy or working or what have you. Right, season's over, such and such. I've gotten so many. I've gotten no responses. I've got nobody.
1: <laughs> nobody one, me, not asked me. Not one person. Not one What the hell is going on? No, you know what? So they don't care. Well, here's what I think. Uh, The Fork Talk Nation, which are very loyal. Yeah, they're so loyal. Also don't have very long attention spans. Oh, you mean they're ADD? I I think so. Because for the first couple weeks... So our last episode was in the summer.
0: It was at the lake house.
1: After our vacation. Yeah. 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 And um, we we haven't been on the air since then. So it's been multiple months. August. And... um, So for the first, for the first month, they were like, what's going on? When's the next one? Mm -hmm. You know, the usual, I love it. The show got some PMs from people saying that they loved this or that about the last episode. So the normal stuff, (laughs) but two, three, four weeks into it, it, the ADD kids right into their, you know. Yeah, They've forgotten. It peters out. And, you know, They've it. forgotten. Well, we haven't forgotten them. We have no. not forgotten the Fork Talk Nation public. We haven't. The public that needs our wisdom about everything from throwing to pop culture culture a papa culture culture a
0: papa culture
1: whether they like it or not whether they like it or not <laughs> that's right and like uh, just like old Howard Stern the more they don't like us the more or they listen. listen absolutely yep. the ratings go up so um, so we're definitely gonna catch up uh, on everything that we've been doing since the summer but yes. let's keep going with our shouts
2: okay Facebook shouts yeah baby you got Facebook likes
1: well we stand on the shoulders of giants as we know.
2: Yes, in fact, I was supposed to say that.
1: That's all right. I said it for you. Thank you. And, yep.
2: I, and actually, you were supposed to say Facebook likes going after 800 likes currently at 738.
1: That's right. We are going after our 800. We are currently in the 730s. We're up to the um, 13,430 plays, Big Daddy. So a couple more episodes and we'll be at 14 grand. Yeah. On our way to Which
2: 15. is actually the big number for me.
1: Yeah, I love that number.
2: With likes, I don't really care about so much. But those uh, those plays, those are big deal.
1: Yep. Well and and we'd really like to just make one big shout to to the shoulder of giants that we stand upon, which is our grand athletic directors around the country who do so much to keep our crazy sport going without them, the growth and continued popularity and expansion would not oh, happen. happen so um I, you know Let's I' know start our, out
2: with just naming a few that we can just think about we don't we don't have this written down.
1: I, we don't, and I feel bad because I don't know a ton of them on the East Coast, right? Because we know a lot of the West well, Coast. Well, you only need to know
2: one. What's her name? Mary Norman Little Elizabeth <laughs> Franklin. Right. Yeah. Yep. And then you got. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one athletic director that I. Well, two that I actually care about. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, number okay. number Being an athletic director is bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number one is Steve Conway. Right. Bless his heart. Yep. Uh, we love him, yep. Vietnam vet. Shout out for Veterans Day, even though it's been a little while. But anyway, hey. Buddy. Yep. Um, and his sidekick, Kelman Mulray, of course. Um, and um, then of course my my best buddy, Brett Lathrop.
1: Yep, me, you know, AD,
2: my other two favorites. Yep. Um, let's see. We got Ray Shahavitz. Ray Hobitz, Victoria. Who's a good buddy of ours. Ray, maybe Oregon. Ray, maybe Oregon. Uh, myself, Tacoma. Kalen. Kaelin, Portland, and numerous other uh, Oregon games as well. I can't Chuck name McClain
1: them. and all the AAA guys. s
2: triple guys, absolutely.
1: Um, all the SHA guys down in... Who runs the Arizona ones that was inviting Oh, Jim, us Morrison. So, uh, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Morrison
2: from uh, Tucson. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Who runs uh, Albuquerque?
1: Ooh, I don't know, dude. Not off the top of my head. No, me neither. The I, I know. New, the,
2: oh, wait a minute. No, not same. Uh, anyway, well... Whoever runs Albuquerque, we, we yep. shout out to
1: you, uh, Utah. You know um, um, our, our our main man who comes and throws in our pro games in Bellingham, Ryan Stewart does some uh, yeah he does Utah. some Utah, some athletic director yeah. stuff for Utah, right? Who does Idaho. Um, we've got uh, of course the Texas uh, boys. Um, there's Tec- several of them. Yeah, Eric White and and all those guys. Yeah, Mike Dickens. Mike they Dickens. Do the, uh, yeah, they do. That's SGL. Mm-hmm.
2: sGL Yep. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to all you uh,
1: characters. Um, the uh, East Coast crew. I mean, the Buffalo heavies Buffalo and heavies. all those guys. So, anyway, just athletic directors. Jason Clevenger. Unite. This is the off season. Well, the, obviously, the Southern guys have started to, to kick, you know, at Th- their weather is now nicer, so they had a few games in October, right? right? Yeah. But in the, I think in the deep winter, there's really nothing going on across yep. the country, right? This is the time when everybody gets prepared for the next year.
2: Well, they do the Frozen Stones Challenge um, in January first, and I think it's Idaho. Yep, that's mm-hmm. true. And they it's Eric Gutzwald and those guys.
1: Right. Yep. Yep.
2: But I will say this: uh, 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 an event just took place uh, last weekend. And it was a charity event called the Mo Throw. It's a November throw. It's actually a charitable for testicular cancer yep, and such. And Men's uh,
1: health issues. Yeah. We talked about it cancer. once before. Yeah.
2: Well, they ran it again this year, and I'm, I'm wearing the shirt right now as we speak.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, good bunch of guys. I stopped uh, over for the part of the day. I was actually uh, supposed to compete in an arm wrestling tournament. but It didn't. was successful. And it was very nice. A lot of people came out there. There was... I don't know. There must have been at least 45, 50 throwers. Uh, there was
1: mm-hmm.
2: people from all over Oregon. The Wectors were there. Uh, Mark Wector and his lovely wife Victoria was taking pictures. You had uh, Brett Garrett was pretty much running it with Cass Tamala, Tamila, Austin Pfeffer
1: Incorporated. <laughs> <Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> uh,
2: but they did a really, you know, you know, they did a really nice job, and they had lots of food. I mean, just people wow. brought stuff. It was like a little potluck, and oh. um, it was just really. It was a nice
1: little setup. People should take note of that and do that across the country for Movember. It would be kind of cool. Movember throws all across the country would be kind of yeah, cool.
2: Depending on where you're at, I mean, it might be really cold or really snowy, but, you know, yeah. these guys did it, and it was Still 20. It. They set up in 20-degree weather. They and were all bundled up. It got up to, like, maybe 45 and midday, but everyone had a good time, and they had a little propane heaters, and they had, uh, you know, plenty to drink, and, you know. So cool. It was,
1: it was nice, yeah. Very good. Well, shouts to all of them and them. Um, And they raised a lot of money for a good cause. Yeah, that's good. That is very good. And so since we have been away, um, I mean, there's been a lot of things going on, obviously. Um, Summer finished. uh, The fall has begun. We've got uh, a variety of um, crazy things going on in the news, as usual. We've got, um, um, you know, work's been busy for me.
2: Yeah, you've been traveling all over the place. Traveling
1: a bunch, which is why we haven't had time to get on the show. Um, also, um, my gym project was complete, which was great, by the way. That's right. We've completed um, your gym project. looks Brett, beautiful. Brett came
2: over on a Friday afternoon, and by Sunday we had uh, flooring laid down, a big screen TV, two big racks, uh, uh, a sheaf work. Holder, oh yeah! You know, tool I really, holder. I like
1: the sheaf fork holder. That thing
2: came out good, badass. Mm-hmm. And then we hung up all the flags and shit, and it looks great. Out Noted. There
1: and, and and the first thing you noticed about the sheaf fork rack was that there were more spaces available than forks to fill the rack. I did notice that, and in fact, the girls—not uh, very many—but the girls noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, because you might need more forks." Yeah,
2: you know that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, you can't just build a. Fork holder for just the forks you have No What about the forks you might need You
2: gotta have future fork places Well,
0: yeah
1: I mean that's You know
2: Yeah It makes sense No brainer You can never have too many forks That's right You know It's like a golfer can't have too many golf
1: clubs Damn right Damn right Or a woman can't have too many shoes Shoes Yeah Boots Or boots Yeah Oh my god it's boot season by the way Yeah And when I'm traveling When I'm traveling around All the women are out in their boots And I love it i love me we, some we, boots. Hey, well, we,
2: we, we don't want to hear about your damn boot fetish,
1: okay, brother? I got a serious boot fetish. I love them. Hmm. I love, love, love them. Walking through the airports, I'm like, oh, nice boots.
2: And then the nice security boots. guy comes up and says, sir, pull your pants up.
1: Nice boots. Sir, please pull your pants nice up. Nice boots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of my favorite fairy tales, puss in boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's yep. cute, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. So, um, you, you got, you There's got so many things I could go with that. So you could different directions. You could, yeah. you got anything else you want to say to the fork talk nation as we kick off episode 32 before we pop out to our first break and into our first topic.
2: Our first topic is going to be our pop culture.
1: Uh, it'll be pop culture. pop culture. Pop culture. Well, let me think. Well, let's see. No. I'm All back. right. All right. Let's bounce out to that then, and we'll be back in with a Papa culture. Papa culture. We out. Let me have a Diablo
0: sandwich of Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm in a goddamn hurry. You want some? in a hell of a hurry, huh, Sheriff? Bet your ass on that boy. Oh, you <coughs> couple got a little mess there. Let, me, mm-hmm. let me help you out here. Get that off of there. That's a way yeah, for an officer. Mortgage huh? blind. Yeah. Who are you chasing? Somebody chasing you? Nobody chasing me, boy. I'm chase my goddamn mania all away from Texarkana, kind of Texas. Really? Was he a bank robber? Look, Bank robbing is baby kid alongside of what this dude is doing. Almost killed 20 law officers. Driving through people's backyards, knocking down mailboxes, got a broad in the car, took across the state line, got the man out. I don't think he's got a permission, and that's getting him. How's that behind this? <laughs> what oh oh let me pay for it let me pay mm, no 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 you're an officer of the law i'd i'd be on yeah well, much obliged. where's the can i gotta take the squirt. i'll ride right, back there just <laughs> one
1: I've been watching you. I think
0: I know ya.
1: Know ya. What does that mean? I wanna know you.
2: Oh you know what it means. <laughs>
0: does that mean
2: like glory hole know you? Yeah, Girl I mean pull on your, show your
1: show pants you. know ya. My jungle love. <laughs> my jungle love. Oh we oh, can, oh we oh you're you're in the me- medical profession. Can you get a shot for jungle love?
2: <laughs> There's no cure for jungle love, my friend. There No a... cure whatsoever. Girl, I love
0: to show you. I want to show ya. <laughs> you. <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: You got a pretty car? You got a diesel truck. Is that a is that use, is that, is pretty car a euphemism for something? Probably rear end.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you got a pretty caboose. Yeah, I want to oh, drive oh, it. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, 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 Welcome back to Fork Talk. Wanna
0: know ya. Know
1: ya. Oh, oh. We want to know you all right. Oh yeah. We want to know every single one of the Fork Talk Nation because we love them Show so you. much. Carnally. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yes. Is there any other way to know no, somebody? No, other way whatsoever. No, no, not at all. I mean, when you when you throw heavy things for a living, when you use three-time forks, it's just, it just comes with the territory. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. We roll in and say, I want a... Know ya. I want a Diablo sandwich and, and a Dr. Dr. Pepper. Mega snappy. I'm a doc- in a goddamn hurry. goddamn hurry. What do you want,
2: Junior? Of course. What's what do you want? Um, punch puppies?
1: Yeah, we we got time for <laughs> got that, shit. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, well, that is the great Morris Day in the Time again oh, yeah. live version. The misunderstood, yeah, group. Old the Morris group that was well
2: ahead of their time.
1: Yes, they were. Yes, the they Lefty were.
2: Frizzell of the pop world. <laughs>
1: the lefty Frizzell of. Early pop songs, yes, absolutely. <laughs> everybody else
2: just ripped them off. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Everybody, Bruce Springsteen ripped them off. The Prince ripped them off. You know, Last Night and the Pips, everybody. That's crazy. That's yeah, it's crazy. Terrible.
1: Terrible. All right, well, Morris, take it down. Oh, terrible. All right, way to go. We're taking that down. Welcome back. That's We're into our next segment. It's terrible. Terrible. Um, we are going to start with and probably have our main topic is for the day is um, a p- pop culture pop culture, and even though we have been off the air for um, many many months, we have one specific pop culture item that has rocked the world in yes. such a way that there's really nothing else to talk about. Well, it's not I even mean, just the world. I mean, it's the throwing world, too. throwing world. I mean, we and don't we don't need to talk. we don't need to talk about. Um, Russia shooting down uh, Turkey. Or Turkey shooting down no. Russian planes We don't need to talk about um, All of the Terrible um, Terrible ISIS crap going on Nope We don't need to talk about um, anything in the markets. We don't need to talk about what Bill Gates is up to. We don't need to talk about any
2: throwing events of any particular nature. Don't need to talk about who's going to the Super Bowl, who's not going to the Super Bowl. Who's not, who's won, who's lost. lost. We don't need any of that crap, right? We need
1: to talk about one thing. None of it. None of it. And it all pales in comparison to one incredibly important topic. Yep. And that is... The life and times of the one of Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, why'd you say that? Bruce Jenner, Bruce, aka aka Caitlyn,
2: Caitlyn with the weird spelling of the word Caitlyn. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, right off the bat, that my problem is I not usually a big fan of trying to make your name unique by respelling traditional names.
2: You know, and that's that's funny because I'm not a big fan of dressing up like a woman wearing makeup. You know, C a i t l y n
1: Caitlyn Caitlin Jenner. Alright Big Daddy, let's try not to get ourselves in too much trouble, but let's talk about this because <laughs> he is he, she is a thrower.
2: It. No, it's not even it. He hasn't had any, any operations yet, has he? Uh he has not he still had the big snip. He's definitely genitalia. got that.
1: Yeah, he's got he's he's had a boob job though, so he's got as far as I'm concerned, he's he. Well, I'll refer to him as her. You can refer to him as he. Why would you refer to him as her when he's
2: got a penis?
1: Because he has chosen to do so.
2: No, he's chosen to be a freak of nature. He's
1: decided to be a transgender.
2: Okay, well, that makes him a he until he chops it off.
1: Nope. Yes. Well, so, anyway, as we have heard... Anatomically, um, he is correct uh, as a male. She uh, made a big announcement uh, in the last few months... Which rocked everybody's world, and uh, especially the throwing world. Do you know why it didn't rock most people's worlds? Why is that?
2: Because the Kardashians are known for ruining people. The original Kardashian, the lawyer who freed O.J. Simpson? Right. Dead. Ooh. Right? You got a conspiracy theory going on here? Bruce Jenner. Yes. Became a woman. Yep. Lamar Odom got so drunk and drugged up that he passed out and almost died in a brothel. Interesting. Those women it's are cultures Car- It's
1: those Kardashian women. They're like... Uh, They're sirens. Eh, who, 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 yes. They're sirens. Old of, school Odysseus sirens. sirens. of sin.
2: That's what they are. They're sirens of sin. Yeah, I think you may be right. Yep. They, uh, you know, if you want to change everything in America, just start out with getting rid of those Just people. get rid of the Kardashians. Take them, kill them. Whatever you want to do, bury their bodies, but you better bury them real deep, because they'll probably climb out of the whatever tomb you put
1: them in. Right. Well, for those who don't know, um, Bruce was uh, born in uh, 1949. A poor black child. In New York, and um, he, um, his father and paternal grandparents were Canadian, actually. Um, is that right, eh? Yep. Had a couple sisters, Lisa and Pam. Which are still women. Correct, yes. Um, had a younger brother, Bert. Who's also a, a boy. He was killed in a car accident in 76, shortly died. after his success at the Olympics.
2: Not his success, but Bruce's.
1: As a young child, he was diagnosed dyslexic. Um, Which and, just meant he couldn't and read This forward. is interesting. Attended Sleepy Hollow High School. Home, Sleepy Hollow? I went there. You did
2: not. Yes, it is. It's home. It's a home of the headless horseman. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, we had a hard time finding the goal line because none of us could wear our heads.
1: It's interesting. Jenner actually earned a football scholarship and attended Graceland College to begin with.
2: Yeah, Graceland College, home uh, of the Fighting. Which Elders. is in Iowa,
1: and uh, he, but he was forced to stop playing and switch to decathlon because of a knee injury. And, Which makes
2: zero sense at all, yeah, considering the fact that everything you do in Decathlon, you need your knees.
1: I know. It is weird. He has a yeah. knee injury, and this coach um, talks him into really doing a huge rehab and doing track and field. So I'm not sure how that's easier on the knees than football. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Well, his
2: original wife, I can't remember what her name was, but she used to complain because he had a... Hurt. Christy
1: Crownover. He had a hurdle
2: in, in their living room. <laughs> he did? Yeah. Yeah, he had a hurdle right smack dab in the middle of the living (laughs) room. Really? Yeah. Just to practice. I don't know what he did with it. He just had it there. (laughs)
1: Um, So, he, um, Jenner was the American champion in the men's decathlon event in 74. He was featured on the cover of Track and Field in uh, August of 74. Um, He won, in 1975, the French National Championship. Um, and that was followed by a new world record of um eight thousand five hundred and twenty four points on the USA USSR uh, Poland Triangular Meet in Eugene, Oregon. Yep. And um which broke some records.
2: He complained about the French uh one because and, all they fed him was mayonnaise. <laughs> and
1: then <laughs> and then and then in nineteen seventy six at the Olympics, right, uh he had his um his record, uh, and a world record score at that point of 8,660 points.
2: Um, Which means absolutely nothing to anybody unless you're a athlete.
1: True. That's absolutely true. However, to our throwing public, Big Daddy, I've got his numbers here from that win. But what, so, what
2: people need to know and that they don't, they, they probably don't remember yeah. is that he actually won the gold medal. Won it. He wasn't even supposed to. No, he wasn't. And, do, you, do you know what other American won the gold medal that day? No. I don't. Mac Wilkins.
1: Oh, really? He was our thrower. All right. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, the 72 decathlon winner in the previous Olympics was a Russian. Yes. And so, and we were definitely in the early stages of Cold War going on here. So when he won, it was very big deal. It was like the, you know, miracle on ice with the, with the U.S. boys beating the Russians. You know, it was starting that. to become really important.
2: Which also led up to the 1980 boycott of the Olympics because our stupid president at the time, Jimmy Carter, who was a Democrat, thank you, um, <laughs> boycotted the Olympics because the Russians were in Afghanistan. Funny, we're in Afghanistan. Hmm. hmm.
1: Crazy. Anyway. So the the decathlon uh, is 10 events, as everybody knows, because DECA is it's, Greek for 10. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's some running elements in there, which we don't really care for as throwers. There's no. the 100 meters. Um, there is the long jump. Basically,
2: the running events are a long the, run. There's a 400 run, meters. And then a there's longer the run after that.
1: 110 high hurdles. And then a,
2: a run where you jump over hurdles. 1,500
1: meters. Yeah. Then right? there's a pole vault thing. There's pole vault, right? Yeah. But the ones of importance are, first of all, shot put. Of course. And... What's really interesting is in that uh, decathlon he had eight of ten PRs right. on the day, which anybody who knows and has thrown all the events in Highland Games, getting all PRs in, or you know or a significant number of them on a day will definitely help you get to the podium.
2: That's true, but especially because of the fact that number one is um, when you throw that many events and you're doing it for a championship, you can't really suck in any one event.
1: Right. But
2: but if you're really good at one, or if you're really good at a bunch of them, you can make up space for some of the ones you're not so good at.
1: Right. So he had a personal best in the shot put at 15.35 meters. What is that in feet? Man, I don't know. I'd have to pull it up and look. Hmm. I'll do that here in just a second. All right? No worries. Um, I
2: think it's over 50 feet, though.
1: Okay, yeah. Let's. I'll, I'll look it up here in a second. Yeah. And then on the discus, he had fifty point oh four meters. Right. And now, I the, now, do you know what the discus guy won that year? Mac Wilkins threw
2: it over sixty-five meters. I believe it was sixty-eight. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. But Mac Wilkins was on fire. Yeah. They were in Montreal. Yeah. And uh, Mac Wilkins was kind of a rebel. And didn't always, you know, jump when people told him to. And so uh, they almost uh, kept him from throwing. That's how much trouble he got in.
1: Wow. Yeah. And then Javelin, 68.52 meters was that one. So even further. How far? 68. Hmm. So, um, and of course, as a result of winning the decathlon, he became a national hero. He got a bunch of awards. He started breaking into... Um, commentary and you know all the the fame type stuff and as sidebar, cameos in shows and movies and all of that as a sidebar. So people understand what the times were like
2: back then. Mac Wilkins befriended the East German thrower, I believe his last name was Schmidt, and because of that friendship, Schmidt was actually uh, barred from international competition and was not allowed to leave East Germany. In fact, he was imprisoned for a number of years because of that friendship.
1: Wow. hmm That's crazy. So
2: that's that was the, the, the times back then with the communists and all that stuff going on. So people right. people probably forget about that, but, you know, it's a big deal. And then,
1: you know. Yep. Uh, Jenner was, of course, a Wheaties um, spokesman, right, on the cover of the Wheaties box. Was he the first one on big. the cover? Um, I know he
2: was the most uh, recognizable.
1: Yeah. He became a spokesman for Wheaties in 77, um, and he appeared on the now iconic front of the cereal box after taking over the Olympic champions. Um, he was uh, the second of a succession of athletes featured uh, for the brand. Who was the first? Mary Lou Renton succeeded Jenner in 84. She was after him. Yeah. Who was before Succeeded. It uh, doesn't say. Hmm. Maybe nobody. Doesn't say. Yep. Um, and, of course, he was in. He's been on all kinds of television and TV stuff. Um, he was in.
2: Well, he had his own classic. Uh, remember?
1: He was starred in a village people comedy. <laughs> well, Interesting. That, that should have been a sign of the times. Can't Stop the Music. Um, do you
2: remember? The uh, Golden
1: Raspberry Awards for Worst Actor. <laughs> do you
2: remember the uh, Bruce Jenner classic?
1: No. Was it, was th- remember, like, remember was the- it was like a CBS sports kind of thing? Yeah, I
2: remember the comment. the, the remember you and I went down to Pleasanton to right. watch the field where they had five guys that threw over seventy feet. Yep. That was at uh, a meet that he actually was commentating for, but okay. he actually had his own Bruce Jenner uh I think it was sponsored by Michael O'Blight. Wow. But he had his own uh track and field
1: classic. He remember? did a episode of chips with with Frank Ponciarello.
2: Hey, you know who else did an episode of Chips? Who? Larry Zonka. Really? From the Miami Dolphins.
1: Yeah. Um, John to Belushi. too
2: many paint fumes, and they had to pull them out of a big...
1: They did a Wheaties cover where they parodied John Belushi on Saturday Night Live. Um, he was in the comedy short, Dirty Ten- Tennis, written by James Van Pattern. Um, and then, of course, unfortunately, all of his um, real... Uh, um, the.
2: Spit it out for Christ's sake! Celebrity,
1: you know, reality television crap. The right? Kardashian shit. Yeah, yeah just, keeping up with the Kardashians. Just terrible, right? Just terrible, 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 terrible.
2: Well, you know what he did for most of his time after that. He was a motivational speaker, right? And um, he went around doing a lot of motivational speaking, and that was, I think, that was his livelihood. Was that right? And of course, when, when sucking off, uh, you know, the Kardashians' family trust, right? But, I mean, they just made a mockery of him, and he was just, you know, I mean, it was just ridiculous that the Olympic gold medalists from, from the right. 1976 would be treated the way they treated him, you know, and yep. it just sucked. And then, now, of course, now that everything else is going on with him.
1: Yep. And I saw one of the programs when um, they were interviewing various people from his past that were in track and field with him uh, after he had announced that mm-hmm. he was going to uh, change his name and be transgender. Um, every single one of them, without a fault, uh, that they interviewed basically said yep makes perfect sense like we knew at the time they're just something wasn't quite right with bruce he 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 wasn't comfortable in his skin they're they just you know it's you you look back on it and they're all went ah, of course i mean i saw you know you just didn't know what to look for at the time right but they absolutely thought that was um made perfect sense
2: But he waits until he's 67
1: years old to do it. It's an interesting choice. To to me, that's an interesting interesting. choice. That's for sure. You want to know what's interesting about this whole thing? What's that? I mean, it's the most important thing that we got to talk about since August. Well, First of all, I think
2: (laughs) think it's a slap in the face to all women that he became a woman. They nominated a woman of the year. I think that was a bunch of bullshit.
1: That is kind of uncool. Number
2: number two is, you know, everyone that says they back him and all this shit, I guarantee you. Most people that are supporting him aren't really supporting him. They're supporting him to be politically correct, you know, because most people have the same mindset, I believe, as I do, which is, what a (laughs) fucking freak, you know? Oh, I don't think so. I do. No, no, no. You go from a 1976 Olympic gold medalist to uh, turning yourself into a woman after you've lived your entire life as a man. You've been through, what, three marriages. You've had umpteen fucking kids. And now you want to be a woman? Yep. Freak show, sorry. And you know what? I go out on a limb. I'm not even going on a limb. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you're going out on a limb. Everybody, everybody with their right mind that I know thinks the same thing, but nobody will say it because of the fact they want to be politically correct.
1: Hmm. Interesting. No. I would disagree s-
2: with you, but well, you would because you're politically correct all the time. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. Shut your filthy whore mouth. Nope. Shut your clown whore mouth. <laughs> there was a power lifter who yeah. recently did the same thing. Okay. A guy by the name of Matt Croc Kru- okay. okay. Big time power lifter, bodybuilder, you know, whole nine yards, right? Okay. And he and he did the same thing. Hmm. And then he was on another podcast, the power, the power hour with uh Mark Bell. Okay. And those guys. You know, same thing. Same ridiculousness. So.
1: Well, there you go. To each his own, as they say. Yeah. Yeah.
2: To each his own, that's for damn sure.
1: Yeah. Why are you wearing a bra? Uh, I am not. Thank you. I'm not transgender. You
2: are too. Nope going to say, "Oh, yeah, I knew it, Mister Metrosexual oh, Brett for Lathrop."
1: God's sakes!
0: <laughs>
1: All right. Well, listen that uh, that that, is, that was an interesting uh, a turn of events. Uh, we uh, thought we'd have a little fun with it.
2: You, yeah,
1: you of course took it right into the gutter. No, I didn't. Yeah, I took you it right. Everyone,
2: everyone really is thinking. No, they're not. Okay, I'll tell you what, listeners <laughs> if you if you agree with what I'm saying, then just Send uh let's see let's use the let's use the fork talk uh, page okay okay our fork talk page www.forktalk.com or use our Facebook page right (laughs) yes fork talk with Big Daddy and Hoss right and uh, just give a little bit what you think think you know do you agree with what I'm saying do you or or do you think uh, Brett's right you think it's 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 cool to be a woman. You know, if you want to be a woman, you know.
1: I didn't say that. I just I said it's his choice. It's just an it's just an amazing story. It happened so late that he decided to finally make it. You know,
2: public. I, I think the Kardashians made him do it.
1: I I listen. I don't <laughs> mind your take on that. I like your take that it that the that those. Kardashian women are like sirens and they bes- destroy and mess up everybody who is with them. Yep. And that's an interesting play on that. That's the truth. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, the thing is, okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you something. So you're okay with, you know, you think it's okay. They made the choice to become a woman. You're good with that. Well, sure. It's not
1: my my because life. He it's, can it's do true. whatever the hell he wants. Yeah.
2: Okay. Now, your son tomorrow gets up in the morning and he puts on women's clothes, puts on lipsticks and says, "I want, oh, Dad, I want you to spend some money on me so I can buy boobs. I oh. want to have a boob job.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Where does Brett Lathrop go with that? That's well, your own son.
1: Well, sure. That would be really hard to take in because, you know, anytime because. someone you love has a different Opinion about themselves than you you think they have about themselves, it would be hard, and because it's odd. Well, sure, it would be. It's 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 not it's not uh, it's not mainstream by any stretch of the imagination. It's just like
2: if your son comes out and says I'm gay, that's fine. You know, you can live with that, okay, because uh, okay, your your son is gay and Well but that's and, that's only that, like
1: ten percent of the population. But what and he that's wants still a challenge. But
2: what he wants to do is he doesn't want to be gay. He he doesn't want to be gay. He just says I want to be a woman. He identifies more as a woman. That's a different animal right there. Well it is. It's totally that's a confused di- individual.
1: Well it well they've always they everybody I've ever heard talk about that as a transgender says they've always identified as that. Other gender.
2: Well, I don't believe.
1: They're just wired that way, and they just happen to have a a body that's the opposite. And So some of them actually make a choice to live that way. And then some end up going through with the full conversion, and some don't.
2: And some probably turn around and try to get back, and they can't because they lopped up their penis and they threw it away. I'm
1: quite certain (laughs) that that if they're gone through the full operation, they're not turning back.
2: I drove past the hospital the other day, and I saw three women, and I'm using quotes, air quotes, jumping into a dumpster looking for their penises. I'm just telling you. (laughs) I
1: I saw it with my own eyes. (laughs) Um, yes. And on that awesome note. The problem is they couldn't get them because Brett was already there and he was making soup out of them. So I don't know what to tell you. What? Hey. Oh, it's that penis tea. It's good for you. Is it? Mm-hmm. I've never tried it. That's so wrong. All right. Let's <laughs> jump out and uh, like close this thing out. <laughs> we out. Thank God. Wait a minute. Now, when you make tea with it. Ooh, out. Thank this.
2: God. <laughs> Can you call that TP? PPTT.
0: Daddy, I got a pee-pee. Swallow it, I'm busy. But, Daddy, I got to go. You're just like your mama. Your mama can't drive more than two miles before she's got to take a squirt. Hurry up now, give it a fast shake. Daddy, my zipper's stuck. Get in the car, Junior. But, Daddy, my zipper's stuck. (laughs) Get in the car, Junior. Daddy, my fly's still open. Let me tell you something, Junior. If you ever embarrass me like that again, I'm going to get an axe. And you're never going to have to open your fly again. I ain't rich, but I damn sure want to be. Working like a dog all day ain't working for me.
2: That's for sure.
0: I wish I had a rich uncle that he kicked, kicked the bucket and I was sitting Wanna on a pile, pile like Warren Buffett. Buffet. I know
1: everybody said Buffett's got a money yacht in Seattle.
2: You, you can, can buy me a boat. You can buy me a
0: truck to pull it. You can buy me a GMC 350,000
2: diesel dolee. <laughs>
1: I know what they'll say that Big Daddy is full of shit, at it. but
0: and anyway, he's on his way.
1: And him's got him a boat, and he can buy me a truck to pull it. They call him all of that. They don't call me that. No, they do. No, they don't. <laughs>
0: they
1: call you a whore. Wow, that's not right. It is right. Hey, uh, Big Daddy. What? So listen, that that is uh, about as good as it gets after that long hiatus for us to get back in the saddle. Yes, indeed. Um, we of course got to get back on uh, coming up with historical figures to talk about and uh, other various uh, elements.
2: Oh, I also have a request. Okay. A carryover felt and uh, Mark Valente reunion. You mean together?
1: Both of them on the phone yes. on a. On an interview? Yes. Oh my God! You think they'd do that? They will do it. I already talked to them. Oh my giddy odd. Yep. That would be funny as hell. That's right. Okay. Yep. I like it. Absolutely. Let's let's make that happen. We will make
2: it happen. So you guys can have that to look forward to. Oh my. And then gosh. you can buy me a boat. And
1: you can buy me a truck. Actually, Overfield
2: and buys can buy us a boat because they're both a couple of CrossFit whores. They make more money than God selling their stupid exercise programs. <laughs> That's right.
1: And they're unapologetic about it. No, they don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, listen, that is um, that is the show. Thanks for listening. Did
2: you literally have to pick that up to read it? How many? 32 shows and you had to pick it up to read it. I just want
1: to it. make sure I hadn't forgotten anything. <laughs>
2: All right, well, let me... And that's the show. Thanks for listening, dumbass. Uh, I'd like to say, wait a minute, J, in parentheses. Thanks again to our sponsor, Mattress Ranch, www.MattressRanch.com. That's one word, MattressRanch.com.
1: Thanks for all the likes and the listens. We're closing in on 14,000 plays, baby.
2: Yes, we are. The
1: Fork Talk podcast comes out whenever we damn well please, as obvious by this late episode. Six months ago. Questions or comments, email us at info at fork-talk.com or Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Until next time. May the fork be with you. You are the sheaf
2: to my long overdue fork, Big Daddy. (laughs) Slanchamor, great health. Captain Quint, take it away. Take it away. You're going to need a bigger boat,
0: by the way. (laughs) Farewell and adieu to you, fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu, you ladies of Spain. For we've received orders for to sail back to Boston And so more shall we see you again Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she-fork-wielding, lovable host, Big Daddy and Hoss. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up!